I'm Blake Hardcastle. This is the Stories You've Missed podcast. Hello, my guest today is Jana McKee. She serves as a children's pastor at Graham Parkway Baptist Church. She is a former teacher in the Fort Bend ISD. She's married to Brian and has two children, Clara and Caleb. They are a swimming family, so you will often find them cheering their kids on at a pool or waiting to cheer them on at a pool. Welcome, Jana. Thank you. Glad to be here. So this morning, uh, as we talk, you um, want to share an experience of God's grace in the area of prayer. Yes. So I grew up in a Christian home. I became a believer when I was eight years old. So I walked in the church and knew about prayer. And so that was always a part of my life until God didn't answer prayers like I wanted Mm -hmm. him to. It's real easy to follow God when he does things your way. It's a lot harder when the answer is no. Yes. And that's that's when our faith Gets tested. I uh, I like God as long as He give me what I like. Right. Yeah. And um, we treat God a lot like Santa Claus or a genie, mm-hmm. and we want Him to give us our wishes. And so, when uh, we had had our daughter Clara, and the plan was to have another child after that, that was our plan, but that was not God's plan at that time. And so we went through what's known as secondary infertility. That mm. means you have your first child, but for whatever reason you have problems getting pregnant a second time. And I was really angry with God. Mm. Um, I would come to church and I would look at the words on the screen while we sang, but I could not sing them. I would Even go though through, he's already given you one child. Wow. Yeah. Right. Um, because my plan was two. Yeah. And so I continued coming because that's what good Christians do is we go to church and we have a smile on our face So I would come in and act like everything was just fine, but we would get to the music and I would just be in tears, just broken and in agony because God was not giving me what I desired most Mm. of all. And I became so angry that I just quit praying. I thought it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I pray because God has already decided that I'm going to have another child or I'm not. And so why bother? Mm. What does it even matter if I pray? If he's already got the the future plan for me, then it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so I just stopped praying. And it was a very hard season for me. Um, I was involved. I was a, a volunteer with the youth at that time. But it was really hard to come and help disciple other students and give them the, the knowledge, the word that God wanted me to share with them and be struggling on such a deep personal level. I think a lot of times we think that we have to have it all together in order to help others or that we have to at least pretend like we have it all together when we walk into these walls. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to acknowledge that that is not the case, that Mm -hmm. this is a room for broken people. Yes. And so because I had grown up in the church, I knew to keep coming to church and keep worshiping. And that's what I did. And God in his grace was so patient with me and so loving with me. And so I didn't really understand at that point why I needed to pray, but I just began to look at prayer in the Bible, and all I knew was that Jesus modeled it. And I thought, well, if it's important enough for Jesus to do himself, then this is probably something Mm -hmm. that I need to do. So I just started where he did, and I just prayed the Lord's Prayer, and that's just what I would pray Hmm. because I had no other words. Yeah. 
God knew my heart, and that wasn't the answer. And so your will be done was my prayer. Um, And so my heart changed, and I'm so glad that he used that experience to show me that I was not the one in control, and that even when his answer is no, that he is still a good, good father. And so that is what I rested in, that even if I never had another child, that he was so good to me, Mm. he was so faithful, and that his goodness did not depend on his answering my Mm. every wish and command. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me... Ask you sure. so the, the time from you know deep frustration, upset, angry, mm-hmm. um, to uh, content. What what you do is good, and I can trust you. Now, are we talking a couple of days? We talking <laughs> a couple of weeks? Uh, closer to a, a year. Yeah, I a mean, year. probably for sure a good six months. But people don't change instantaneously. Oh no! And and he's patient to not just outweigh us, but he's he's gentle with us. Yes. Okay. And so it was his his patience and his loving kindness to me that I felt at the end of that. And it, it was a slow process. Mm-hmm. It wasn't one thing that happened. I do remember joining the women's Bible study because, again, that's what you do. Uh, <laughs> if you're a stay-at-home mom, you join that Bible study, so you get two hours of conversation with other women. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing the study I think it was being a Mary in a Martha world, which really didn't have a whole lot to do with what I was struggling with, Mm -hmm. but just being there and in the presence with other women and praying with them became just a little bit easier each and every time that we gathered together. So it wasn't a quick fix, but it was a slow healing. Now, you know, for a time you found difficult to pray and engage. Are you aware now that were there others who were praying for you or praying on behalf, your behalf? Yes, there, there most definitely were. There were other women who had struggled with this as well, who knew what we were going through, mm-hmm. who were good to uh, to pray for us, to check in, to ask how we were doing, mm-hmm. um, and that was so good. And then, of course, when it, well, you heard the bio. So, um, spoiler alert: I have another kid. <laughs> um, God did answer that prayer, and that's not to say that He answers that for everybody, but He did for us, and. Mm-hmm. We don't take that lightly at all. And um, it was just so joyous to be able to share that with those that had been praying mm-hmm. alongside yeah. of us. Yeah. Now, as a children's pastor here at our church, you are organizing a current effort uh, that focuses on prayer. And you know, say a little bit, I think you called the Pray For Me campaign. So say a little bit about that. Of um, It's not that it's birthed out of your experience before, but it's the case for all of us. We need people praying for us, and maybe in particular, people who weren't as mature as you were, these youth you were trying to minister to. Um, so say a little bit about that. Right. I, I really don't remember how I found out about the Pray For Me campaign, but this is a national campaign. So there are people all across the United States who have committed to praying for our students. And this far and away is probably the most difficult year that our students have mm-hmm. to face, going yeah. back with so much uncertainty. And the idea is that when young men and women have older adults of multiple generations praying for them, they are more likely to stay in the church when Mm -hmm. they leave. And so our desire is that, of course, we want them to be lifted up in prayer this year, but we want it to be an impact on relationships where they know that there are people in this church that are lifting them up, walking beside them who are there for them no matter what. So maybe it's not somebody, maybe your calling isn't to serve on a regular basis in children's ministry or Mm -hmm. in the student ministry, but you can sit at your house, socially distance away from everybody (laughs) and pray for these 
these kids. And so these are for our kids in school. So kindergarten through 12th grade can sign up to say, I would like for somebody to be praying for me. Okay. And we need us as the church to step up and say, yes, I will do that. I will commit to praying for these students. And, and how would someone, either uh, the child or, or another adult in our, in our congregation, sign up to do that? Yes. So we have information on our website. Okay. And I also sent out an email recently with all of the information. So check your inbox. If you're part of Grand Parkway and Children's Ministry, then you should have gotten. Yes, it actually went out to the whole church. Yes, Yes. check your emails if you're a Grand Parkway, if you get Grand Parkway emails. If not, you can always just email me, Jana at grandparkway.org, and I'll be glad to send you the information. So if you would like to sign your children up to be prayed for, or if you think, yes, I can pray for somebody this school year, then Mm -hmm. We will do that. You might say, I would love to pray, but honestly, I don't really even know how to pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know for some of us, it's easy maybe to pray for us, but it might have been a while since we've been mm-hmm. a student. And so we actually have a resource that we will be giving all of our prayer champions. That's what we're calling those yeah. who are um, who are joining this. And so we will be giving you a resource that will walk through with you each day how you can be praying for these students. But kind of like Lord's Prayer served you, at least initially, here's God, words God's given me to say back to him. We've got a prepared resource. Here's words for you to say, or here's here's topics for you to orbit as you're praying. Correct. Great. Um, now let me ask you a couple more a couple more questions as we kind of wrap up here. One is, um, how would you explain uh, this importance of prayer or metamorphosis you went through uh, to a nine year old? So I say nine year old because you have a nine year old. I do have a nine year old. Yes, but often for me, if I can under if 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 it's put in terms for a kid, then I really can get it. Right. And so how, how does a nine year old need to hear this? A nine-year-old just needs to understand that the, the that God is always there listening. So it's not a time that we pray at dinner. It's not just before bedtime, but it's just throughout the day that we call them popcorn prayers, where you just pop a little prayer up um, as we're walking and going throughout our day, that God is always there listening to mm-hmm. us, ready to hear us. But we also need to listen to God, and that's really hard okay. to do. So we have to sit, and we have to get still and practice clearing our minds so that we can hear from God, but mm-hmm. it's just that stillness that we have to learn as a discipline. Yeah. What would you say to someone who is maybe right now listening and they're going through a similar experience where they feel like I'm, I'm just engaging in church and, and I'm engaging with a few people just because I know I'm supposed to, but I, I don't feel it at all. Right. I would say don't give up okay. because sometimes we have to walk those hard roads. And so don't quit. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And I would say to find a friend or two that you can be honest with and Mm -hmm. confess that to just say, I'm not feeling it because those are the ones that you want praying for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the story in the Old Testament of Moses, and he has to lift his arms up before God and he Mm -hmm. gets tired. And so his brother Aaron and another man, her come alongside of him and they raise his arms up. And so we need two people that can raise our arms up when we get tired. Yes, that's great advice. Um, thank you for being here this m- today, Jana. I, I, I really appreciate uh, what you've been sharing. And uh, please, uh, if you're part of Grand Parkway, uh, consider going to the Pray For Me campaign and and uh, signing up yourself to pray. Or, or if you're a kid, get your parents to sign you up. Um, I want to thank you for listening. And do us a favor. Uh, if uh, you're enjoying this podcast, click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And after you listen to a few, go ahead and give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have suggestions for other stories or, hey, people got to hear about this uh, act of God's grace in someone's lives, please contact me, Blake at GrahamParkway.org. Thank you, Jana. You're welcome.